Hey. Yeah, how you doing? Great, thanks. How are you? I'm great, man. Just enjoying this great, great Monday here in Oregon. How about yourself? Yeah, no, beautiful. Uh, for uh, our listeners out there, I happen to be in uh, Vancouver, Canada, so cross-border call here interview. Um, oh, yeah. Shout out to Vancouver, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's uh, clearing up here. So, um... Just for our listeners, I wanted to introduce you through this interview to uh, to Domo. We crossed paths uh, over Anchor, had a couple of great conversations. Uh, I found his, um, you know, his purpose and his why and, and uh, what he, it is he's doing, um, you know, pretty inspiring and drew a lot of parallels in terms of uh, how he how he's living and and what he's trying to instill in some of the people he works with, um, and uh, just. I related that quite closely to in sort of intentional living. Uh, he seems to do a lot with purpose, and so, or rather, on purpose. So I'd kind of like to, you know, open it up and, and ask you a couple of questions, Domo, and hopefully our you know, respective listeners uh, sort of benefit from, you know, how you uh, how you look at life. Oh yeah, man. First, I just want to say thank you for that introduction, man, and also thanks for having me on your station. I really do appreciate it. This is the first station I'm going to be on out of my goal to be on every station on Anchor to gain as much perspective as possible. So I, I appreciate you for that, Alan. Oh, no, you're very but, welcome. Um, first interview I'm conducting, too. So, uh, yeah, this is a, nice. great. Yeah, bear with this audience. Nice. <laughs> but um, so, um, just so, oh, go, go oh, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just <laughs> going to say, um, you know, why don't you give us a, a brief background and then uh, we'll start asking sort of, about your why, your your how, and your what in in that order. Awesome. So, um, I'm from Las Vegas, born and raised. Um, um, I grew up a basketball player, third uh, third out of four children. You know, just basketball's been really big in my life, um, in my family's life. You know, I had an older brother who really, you know, took to basketball naturally, and you know, I grew up in the shadow a lot. And so things like that changed for me as far as I didn't know my identity. So throughout time, I went and I ended up playing volleyball. That ended up being my, my sport of choice because basketball held a lot of pressure for me that I didn't really want to live up to. Sure. So I, I, experienced, I uh, experimented with volleyball a bit and, you know, just a little bit of coaching here and there. And, you know, and it just, volleyball was awesome. I love this. I was the best at that, at, like, personally. But, you know, it didn't work out for school. You know, it was too expensive. So I had to go back to basketball route. And so I traveled around to a lot of different schools out in Oregon, Washington, Utah, Alabama, and probably somewhere else. So I'm sorry if I forgot you guys. But... It took me on a really long journey to realize, one, that I was a coach. That was the biggest thing because throughout my journey, I wasn't very self-aware. And a lot of things caused me to do a lot of deep meditations and a lot of introspection. And I finally realized that I was a coach. And so once I realized that, that changed a lot of things for me and the way I I take things, the way I interact with things, and just everything that I do. And I know it's not its not the exact, it's not the detail-for-detail detail story, but it 
you know, I'm just jumping kind of right to the point here because, you know, I, I just want the viewers to get as much perspective as they can without boring them. Yeah, but, well, uh, I mean, from what I've heard, and I can, I guess, attest to this, uh, so Domo's story, you know, has taken him around, and I think through that he's gained a lot of a lot of perspective, met a lot of people, um, and I guess through a variety of circumstances, I'd gather you'd have you'd have had several opportunities now to to really firm up who you are, um, you know, as it relates to yes. working with other people, right? Yes, and yes, and that's a huge a huge word you used in that was the word perspective because that's the word I'm pretty much living by right now, and that's my that's my energy for operation that's that's how i operate you know every day i need to gain some perspective in order to operate because that's what got me by all this time you know i love it it's it's something that i feel is a major key to exploring yourself for sure and with your gaining perspective as you coach um you know those who are younger than you uh, in basketball i'd imagine that you know, you can bring that perspective to bear for them who are still, you know, obviously growing theirs too. And yes, uh, yes, is that, definitely. Is that accurate? Oh, very accurate. It's and that perspective is able to cross over for the simple fact that a lot of bas- young basketball players, a lot of basketball players in general, actually, it doesn't matter the age, they fail to realize the correlations between basketball and life, and. That is where my biggest problem in the game is coming from because we think just because we step in between those lines that this game doesn't operate on the same laws that the universe operates on and that we operate on as people a part of this. So it's just to get these kids to understand both sides of the spectrum so that way they can operate in whatever they do on a daily efficiently and with uh, understanding. Right, for sure. Cool. So, um, if you were to sort of summarize your why, what it is that uh, drives you right now, or uh, what would you say are some of your major sort of purposes in life, at least as it relates to to you right now? How would you how would you say that? You know, that's a that's a really good question because, like you know, most videos or anything you really listen to, they really speak on that why. And I've always wondered what my why is because, you know, I feel like there's so many, like, I I feel like I haven't had much direction in my life and that's what made me bounce around. But as of now, I feel like my why, um, I would have to say really is, is to just, is, is, is basketball, to connect through basketball, to be able to understand myself through other people's eyes through that game. Like that's like I I'm really I'm really asphyxiated on that man. Like being able to know who I am and figuring out who other people who other people are through the game. Not just by you know, not just by asking them about themselves and giving them some questions and then, you know, filling out a little cookie cutter sheet of who people should be. Like I like I don't know. It's a really tough that's a that's a really tough question for me because it's, it it makes me have to come from a really real place. It, it does, and you know, part of the reason, obviously, we're we're asking it is because you know I feel like people may not always be able to communicate it. Although I think deep down inside, 
they they somehow know it and it sometimes takes a while to either bring it to the surface or 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 find out what it is but you know i like what you said um and i mean if i were to sort of relate that to sort of the intentional living approach that i've been sort of uh demonstrating so you're saying that you know you're connecting to other people through basketball and you're becoming more self-aware by i guess the the feedback you're getting from other people as you coach them as you interact with them and you know so in a sense you you're doing two things that uh and I applaud you for this um that you know I, I argue are really important like you have the first two skills sort of within that that world view that I'm sort of putting out there and the first is you know increasing that self awareness but recognizing that you know looking within is not the only way to to understand who you are but rather oh my god that that feedback um by sensing your context which is sort of that second skill you not only understand what's around you so that you can sort of um you know work wow. with that oh, but, i like that but like you know that. that in itself also helps skill one it also uh helps you understand yourself better um and so it's really those first two two skills that are sort of working in tandem and it's maybe not something that uh people realize uh you know can and and, and does happen or or can be done on wow. purpose to your point i honestly i honestly until right now i didn't i didn't realize it i probably was a little bit aware of it in a sense but you you really now I'm mindfully aware and that's a difference that's a really big difference because i i i caught myself saying like i want to use other people to gain to gain my own perspective but i'm not realizing that i'm seeking i'm looking outside to find my within and that's kind of a a not a cliche but it's kind of a i don't know the word i'm looking for i want to say taboo but i don't know but you know you don't really most people tell you don't look outside you got to look inside but once you look inside where do you go yeah like where like where 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 is the where what what after that you know and so i after i started looking inside and i i got a pretty good idea of who i am because i'll never stop figuring out who i am as long as i'm alive you know so once i got the pretty a pretty much idea of myself i decided to start looking at other people and what are they doing and why are they doing it and truly un, like truly honestly trying to understand for no gain like to gain nothing just want to understand where they're coming from because something that a guy in my head told me and we have a ton of conversations and he says they're only you if you were them that's you know? that's deep yeah right and uh, that like and that hit me really hard like these people would only do what i would do if i were them and i went through everything they've ever went through in life and seen everything they see had the same family members you know had the same bullies like if i went through everything they went through i honestly feel like there's no way i could escape their fate right for sure something to be said for you know being emotionally or psychologically uh sort of uh, conditioned by your environment as as you grow up you know couple that with their rationality in the moment um and while you know personally i don't believe in uh you know sort of long term fate i mean short term in the moment you know if you truly truly know someone and maybe it's hard to know some don't know them perfectly 
but you probably can guess what how they're gonna <laughs> how they're gonna react. Pretty much, yeah. You know, it like it's like that. It's like I see that a lot with you know I I like to do a, I like to do mentoring with uh, younger guys, and some guys are even close to my age um, that I went to school with or were teammates of mine, and we we would have this conversation that'd be similar to um, them talking to a young lady. And they would get to the point to where after talking to them, I realized that through observation, everything they're texting these young ladies, they already know what they're going to text back. Therefore, they have their next three texts in order, already ready to send out, knowing what they want to say because they, they know what's coming back. Like, they already know what answer's coming back. They already have a good idea of what these young ladies are going to say to them. And I took that, and I ran with that kind of that kind of uh, thinking or that kind of mode of operation and tried to use that in my daily life. Uh, when I'm speaking to kids when I'm training them or when I'm speaking to a parent when I officiate, because I also officiate, and, right. you know, knowing what's going to happen before it happens is honestly I think it's something that a lot of us have inside of us but we don't think it's right because you know what are the odds of us being right on something that's so out of our control when most things in our control don't work out the way we think it's going to work out and and the more you do something I mean the more exposure you've had coaching or working with kids uh, I guess the more confidence you gain in your ability to predict what's going to happen. Um, oh my God! I'd imagine as a coach too that you know thinking a few steps ahead for you know the other team or whether it's you know your players kind of knowing where they oh, need to man. end up and it could get real those, deep. Could... Yeah. No, I, I oh, love that. Man. I mean, that's that's, that's, that's good, really useful, that's right? Just thinking forward, reasoning back, right? Figuring out what you're going to do now to uh, to get to where you or, or the others need to be. I mean, that's a huge skill, and it's it's really encouraging to hear that you use it actively. And you know, I'd encourage people to to develop that skill. You're not going to be accurate right off the bat, but the more you uh, try to predict what's going to happen uh, in situations that you're regularly in, if you can reflect on whether or not you were right, you know, kind of hypothesis testing that type of stuff, then and that's um, your ability to sorry. yeah. So I was gonna say, yeah, your your ability to predict is gonna get far better um, the more you practice it, like any like anything really. And and that and that kind of correlates to two things that I'm really big on. Um, and that's one, it's gonna it converts to basketball for me. Um, like like for example, if you're trying to predict what's gonna happen and doing all that, only one or two things is gonna happen. You're either gonna be right or you're gonna be wrong. And yep. with basketball, you know, and they tell you all the shots you don't take, you're going to miss all the shots you never take. So in basketball, when you shoot a shot, no matter if it's a good shot selection or not, you only have two options. It's going to go in or it's not. But in order to know if that is a good shot, in order to be, in order to understand that better, you have to be in that position multiple times to gain that confidence to be able to know, hey, even though this guy's hands in my face, I'm not the spot I want to be at. I elevated my elbows in. I'm going to shoot it. You know? Yeah. Making that decision to, hey, I don't know if it's going to go in. There's a 50% chance, and it's probably a little lower with this guy right here. But you know what? 
I've been in this situation. I've tried it before, and we're going to see. You know, yeah, like a bad shot is better than no shot, right? Yeah, it is because at least we can try to rebound it. You, know, sure. you can always try to do something else. Like yeah, and I'll then just keep uh, the momentum, right? Yeah, and then the so, second um, thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, I was just saying the second so, thing was the. <laughs> go, go ahead, you go. I was gonna say the second thing was, uh, you know, it's something I posted on my Instagram account. Is the more you do something, uh, the better you naturally, the better you get at it. The more consistent you are at it, the better you are. But I also said, don't get confused for the simple fact that doing things, being consistent in things that we aren't supposed to do or things that we even don't do builds consistency in those areas as well. So the more you do anything, the better you're going to get at it, no matter what it is. Or the more you don't do it, that's consistency is not doing it. You're going to get better at that. Right, for sure. So uh, I, I like what you're saying. and I think to a certain extent we've started to uh, describe your, your how, some of the major points um, that I've drawn out of the last you know, couple of minutes here have been sort of your use of, of prediction and I guess your emphasis on practice and consistency and taking those shots, uh, sort of encouraging your, your players and what have you to, to do so. Uh, I guess what else... Um, Besides that, if, if there are other sort of major themes, uh, would you say describe how you go about, um, you know, getting the most out of people or, or yourself? Um, I feel like this is some, this part is where we die, we uh, intersect the most, and that's doing what you do on purpose for a purpose. I, like, with that, uh, to, to go on that consistency thing, you have to do things in a way that you can draw, you can reach back in your mind and it could be clear as day and it will give you extreme confidence. So when I say that, I want to say to just do things on purpose, like actually do them for the sake of doing them that way. You know, there's, you can decide how much effort you put into anything you do. You can decide you know, whatever you can decide whatever you want to put into something. But once you decide to do that and you mindfully do it that way on purpose, that builds a whole different level of confidence. That builds a whole different level of, of progress. It builds a whole different level of focus. It's just so only good things can come from doing things mindfully and on purpose. Because mindful effort is a whole lot better than just extreme hard counting it out effort. It's like what they say, you got to work smart, not hard. I think you got to yeah. do both. I think you got to work yeah, hard. Ideally both, exactly. Smartly. Yeah. Like, you got to do it, you got to do it that way on purpose. You have to. Like, I, like I'm really, like, you got to do it that way. Like, there's no, I'm, I'm, I'm really passionate about that because I feel like that's a made, like, that's the glue to everything. Like, there's none of, none of this stuff. Like none of this stuff, none of those taking those shots, none of none of any of that would matter if you're not doing if you're not shooting that shot with the purpose of making it. Yeah. For sure. You can't and just shoot it because it's there. I so I you know I wholeheartedly agree with you and um so just to reiterate 
Domo's little mantra here, do things on purpose for a purpose. And, yes, sir. Um, you know, one of the things, I guess it's tying a little bit back to the, the feedback uh, as well, is if you do something on purpose and you know sort of the steps you've taken to do it, that doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean that it's going to succeed, right? It doesn't mean like, oh, it, it doesn't mean oh, that no. you will, it'll work out for you. But if it doesn't, and you need to learn from that, which is obviously something we want to do, right? You know, iterate, yeah. um, you know, fail early off and that kind of thing is sort of how you get to success. Then you know the specific actions you took leading up to whatever it is you decided to do, right? And yes. I think you're better able to control how you go about trying it next time. Um, I think you get better quality learning from that than if you had acted quote unquote randomly or hadn't given it much thought and you're not quite sure how you would do things differently next time, even if you realize that that failed. Does that make sense? Like that makes complete um, sense. It feels like, it feels like you'd get higher quality feedback if you knew how and why you tried something in the first place, even if it didn't work out. Definitely. Because you can succeed and not know what made you succeed. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, if you went like out water, there... Right? <laughs> yeah, like, if you went out there and it's you and seven other people and you guys are doing something and you win, you win that, that activity, you don't know if you won or, you, or if they lost. Yeah. You know? Like, you can succeed. Like, but if you lose... You know exactly, okay, all I needed to do was make seven more shots. All I needed to do was stop this guy from doing this. All I needed to do was this. But when you win, you don't know. You don't know what those guys who lost, you don't know how they lost. Unless you're really, really reading the game. And most people aren't playing on purpose. Most people aren't winning on purpose. They're hoping they win and they do something and hopefully it goes in their favor. Like if like you got to win on purpose, and if you don't, like you're you're at you actually lost the part of life that goes into that that particular competition or thing. You lost yeah. the lesson of life because you don't know how to not lose the next time. For sure, you think so. You thinking the same thing is going to get you by. I uh, I I love that. And what do you think of this? Like I think I'm. Something's just coming to mind here. I think I can sort of concisely put this. So there's kind of like two scenarios, right? Or four scenarios. Um, mm-hmm. You can either win on purpose or not, or you can lose on purpose or not. And here's how I'm, mm. I'm kind of thinking about it. If you win on purpose, you've won. If you win not on purpose, like if you win by accident, you don't kind of know how you got there. I don't think you qualify that as winning so much. I think you just didn't lose. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. And then if you um, lose, but you did something on purpose and you're able to get that quality feedback, you're able to learn from it, I'd argue that that's a form of winning, right? And, oh, yeah. and then finally, if you lose uh, and you don't know what you did and you're not learning from it, I think that's where you actually lose, right? That's the, that's the biggest loss of them all. So like the, the, there are two ways to win. Um, and the one thing they have in common really is that you, you played purposefully. And if you don't play purposefully, whether the outcome is favorable or not, you haven't won. <laughs> mm-hmm. Either win on purpose. Only way to win is either win on purpose or lose on purpose. Yeah, or lose, I love it. Win on purpose or lose with a purpose. Yeah, 
For sure. Cool. I, I like ain't it. losing on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too competitive to lose on purpose. Unless it's a little kid or something. And I still got to fight that urge. For sure. For sure. So, I guess the last bit, all right, we're getting some progressively more detailed here. Um, but you're what? I mean, we've talked about, you know, your why, really, sort of learning yourself uh, through others and, and helping them grow. Uh, your how, really, through sort of the, the mentorship and, um, you know, using predictions, sort of improving your ability to predict what's going to happen, thinking a couple of moves ahead, and then also, uh, you know, emphasizing both in other people's lives and your own, uh, doing things on purpose for a purpose. So, as far as the the what is concerned, what are some of the what are some of the tactics you you would use on a daily basis? What are some common conversations uh, or or advice that you give to say your players, maybe in the context of basketball, but you know with sort of real life implications or or lessons? Huh, that's that's a great question. Yeah. Um, so like, what's a common conversation you have with with one of your guys? Um, give me one second. I just, I gotta think of, like, cause there's, there's this guy I really, like, I have, like, I have a really soft spot for, and we have yeah. a lot of real conversations. And, uh, the main thing for him is he doesn't understand how good he got it. Most kids nowadays don't understand how good they have it, you know? Um, a lot of these guys, for some reason, they're getting bigger, they're getting faster, they're getting stronger. They have the internet. They have, they can. It's easier to be recruited. They have the summer ball. They have all these things, and they're just not grateful people. You know, it's just because a lot of them expect these scholarships to come. They expect this and that and the third to come, and it's just something that I feel like you guys don't even acknowledge your blessings enough to obtain them. You know, you guys don't even see them. You're not going after them on purpose. And so something I try to use to get through to myself mainly, starting with me, before I try to get them to do it, is something I use um, called an appreciation circuit. It's something I have on, if you scroll down a little bit on my Instagram, you can see it. It's, it's me actively showing thanks for all of my talents and gifts and everything I have in life because I've been trying to use every day as a rebirth experience because I've decided to ask myself um, what if today's not your last day what if it's your first what would you do then Yeah. and that really got me thinking and I just got so overwhelmed with everything that I had in life I started doing push ups and sit ups and squats, and, and I wasn't doing them for the sake to get muscles. I was doing them because I just wanted to show, like, I'm, I can't believe I have these things. I'm grateful for these things. These things, I'm going to sweat for these things just to, so that way I can acknowledge them and know that they're there. And, and that's something, that right there is really big for me, gratitude. You know, I'm surprised at just now getting into this. Like into the interview, but gratitude is something I really, really predicate a lot of things off of because I honestly feel like I wouldn't have these things if I if I weren't grateful for them. Because like, I wouldn't know how to treat them. I wouldn't be able to take care of them. 
and I catch myself a lot of times where these things keep flowing in. I catch myself, hey man, like you're not, like you're not, you're not as grateful as you were two weeks ago when you didn't have it. You know, let's get to it. Let's get a, let's get something going. And yeah, my fiance helps me with that a ton. She helps me with that a ton of just trying to stay grateful and and it's if if I if you got nothing out of that, my biggest thing is something I try to use is being grateful, you know. Like just be grateful. Like meditate on it. Exercise on it. If you were if you're a writer, write on it. If you're if you like to draw, draw. If you play video games, play video games. But whatever you do, do it with the sake of being grateful for the opportunity you're having. I, I love that. that. Yeah, and you know something that you know so so that's beautiful. I, I love it, right? Something that people don't always realize about gratitude, you know, when it kind of gets a bad rap for being a bit wishy-washy, uh, is that you know, and you know, their thinking is, oh, okay, well, you know, if if you're grateful, then you know, you're showing more respect to perhaps more you know people that, that don't have it as good as you, and those types of things. Like, yeah. That's true, but the real reason, in, in my opinion, that gratefulness is uh, is useful or is, is valuable is because it's useful, right? When you are grateful yeah. for what you have, you know that you don't necessarily, um, it's not always necessarily going to be there for you, and so it mm-hmm. encourages you to put in the work, right? Um, yeah. And putting in that work is the way to either maintain or, or grow, you know, your, your opportunities, um, so, you know, gratitude is just practical. Yeah, it's, it, it only makes sense. And, and you know, what you just said with, like, you know, people who might not have it, that, convers- that was part of the conversation I had because I thought one day, what if someone else woke up in my life? How happy would they be? How grateful would they be? They woke up with everything that I have, including the things that, that I think are, are bad things in my life or things that are holding me back or something. They will probably look at those things and be like, Shh, I'll take that. That's easy money. Like, I'll take it. And then yeah. I was like, There's a ton of people in this world to... that would switch places with you in an instant. Yeah. Day. But why would I want to, why do I have to put someone else in my shoes to get it? Yeah. You know, like, I'm in my shoes. I should be, if I feel like someone else could be that grateful, I should be that grateful because I'm not, today isn't promised to me. It wasn't promised. You yep. know, and I have I to be it. just as grateful that I woke up as that person would be if they found a hundred dollars on the floor or if they got a free house or whatever it may be. I should be just as grateful for every step I take as that guy who just won the lottery. Yeah. And it causes for me sure. to go through life happier. I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm just naturally more happy when I'm grateful. And before I start looking for myself and knowing who I was. I wasn't a very happy person. There's times I'm still not happy and I have to realize what kind of life I'm living in order to be happy again. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I love it. It's deep. So um, if it's all right with you, then I'll try and sort of summarize what we've got here and then ask you a couple of uh, of capstone questions. Um, So we talked about, you know, your why, your how, and your what. Uh, If I were to sort of summarize our conversation here, so your why, you know, is really connecting to other people, with other people, through basketball, in doing so, becoming more self-aware uh, because of the feedback that you get from other people 
or seeing elements of uh, yourself in other people and, and sort of giving you that greater perspective on, on who you are. Then from a, a how perspective, you know, you're, you're improving your ability to predict, you know, what's going to happen in someone's life or what's going to happen in the game or what's going to happen in someone's training and using that to, to guide and coach others, um, you know, emphasizing putting in the work and the practice to develop that consistency. Again, that kind of work ethic that translates uh, sort of beyond the, just the, the court. And then, you know, your what is, you know, the conversations and the, the uh, not necessarily the pep talks, but the coaching and the actual tactics that you use on a daily basis is sort of emphasizing sort of purposeful action, whether it's on the court or off, you know, with your, with your, um, your team and, you know, emphasizing, you know, gratitude as well, not just because, uh, you know, maybe there's this sense of an absence of gratitude but that you really want the best for those around you and gratitude is is just a practical way to um, uh, to inspire them to do the work that will get them to where they want to be would you say that's sort of an accurate summary of man I wish I could have put it like that (laughs) I wish I could have put it like that when I was saying it then I wonder how you would have put it there this probably would have been even more eloquent well, hey, that's great. Uh, well, that was great. I mean, it's it's a, it's your content here. I'm just uh, paraphrasing. So, I mean, I, I love who you are and what you're doing. Um, so, I guess to to just sort of wrap this up, um, two questions. The first is sort of what does intentional living mean to you, and then the second is you know how can people connect with you and reach with reach you on on social media. Awesome. Well, because I know one will be longer than the other, I'll start with the social media. Um, Instagram, Twitter. I'm working on the Snapchat right now. I'm a bit romantic with that. I don't want to get rid of my old one. So I'm <laughs> so I'm holding off <laughs> on it. But Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, this, it's Damo Sama. And Instagram and Twitter is D-O-M-O underscore S-A-M-A underscore and um, Facebook is just Darmo Space Sama. Um, you can just reach me on all those things. Uh, I just started, um, but I'm really looking more to connect. I want to get deep, not wide, on a lot of my things that I'm doing there. So if you if you want to connect and just talk and just build a relationship, please, please, please don't hesitate to hit me up. I'm looking to connect with as many people as possible. I need that perspective. And it's coming from a selfish place, so that way I can be unselfish. <laughs> but um, so, that, that oh, makes going. a ton of sense, and it, it sounds like you know the value you create in other people's lives. You know that translates to new connections as well, not just those you're helping on the court, right? Yes, definitely, definitely. That's cool. And um, as far as intentional living for me, yep. Intentional living for me is doing things, huh? I might go a little, I'm mean, go really deep on this, but this is just how I really think about it. I feel intentional living is doing what a tree does. One, a tree doesn't try to be natural. You know, you shouldn't have to try to be yourself. And now this is the thing that comes with the intentional part. How do you intentionally do something natural? And that's 
that comes from just doing, just taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. Do you know how many steps you can take in a day? You know, so intentional living for me is doing all the little things that it takes to be natural. Being purposeful in your nature. If you know you're a happy person, don't let that person get you down. Intentionally be happy because that's your nature. If you know that, like, and this is something for me on the basketball court, and I still struggle with this. You know, on the court, it's a million times where I just want to shoot the ball. Like, my, the guy in my head is like, shoot it! And I'm like, no, I'm not going to shoot that. And it really gets to, it, it gets to me a lot. But when I do shoot it, I feel happy about myself. My teammates, so how, so for some reason, managed to be like, they encourage me to shoot more. Or just being natural, man. Like, just, like, forget every, all the romantic stuff. Just be natural on purpose. Be purposely natural. Do those little, like, don't focus on the grand scheme. Just focus on this little one right here. You know, like, something I, this is something I use on the basketball court with my teams is let's go 1-0 and after every possession. Let's try to win every possession. And we should be 1-0 and after every game. Yeah, and if we're 1-0 and right. after every game, we should be champions by the end of our season. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love and it. Just so, focusing on what's in front of you and, and knowing who you are so that you can remain true to it. Exactly. So, I don't know if I really got straight onto the mark on as far as intentional living for for how you how you how your philosophy on it is, but for me it's more of really being yourself purposely, and that's harder that's that's harder to do than to say. You know, it is being right, and maybe it's worthwhile prefacing that you know we're all growing, and you know ideally sort of towards ourselves and what we find more fulfilling so none of us are uh, perfect at it for sure and and all of us are I hope working towards it um, and we're all gonna have a slightly more personalized approach to it so that's mm-hmm. uh, you know that's just something that need, needs to be sort of understood and you know you gotta sort of walk your own path as it were well, yeah man that's 100 that's 100 cool well, it's been a pleasure uh, having you on the station, uh, Domo. Um, love our conversations. I really enjoy them. And uh, is there anything, actually last-minute thoughts that uh, you want to leave the our respective listeners with? Um, keep listening to Sentient Future. This guy has one of the best perspectives I've come across in a really long time. And I can't wait to see how how far and how deep you get with this station and with just the philosophy and the view and the purpose that you're going out there trying to trying to expand in this community in this in this world i think it's great and i cannot wait to do more interviews and and business ventures and just conversations and just you know developing a relationship with you because what you offer is something that a lot of people need to know. And that's hey, that means so much yeah. to me. Um, thank you. And and for anybody who is considering having Domo on your station for an interview, do it. Uh, he's got a lot to offer. Um, and, and I think has a, 
healthy perspective that you know would uh, I think would would strengthen uh, whatever topic you're uh, you're discussing. So I, I I'd, I'd gladly have you on again. Um, thank you, brother. And, thank but you. But that thank said, you, thank I, you. I, now I have to share you with every other podcaster because you're going to be everywhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's the goal. That's the goal, man. Literally. Right. Cool. Well, um. All right, man. Thank you so much. You. I appreciate your time, man. Yeah, I appreciate your time too, and and thanks everybody for uh, you know, tuning in to uh to uh, this interview, and I hope you enjoyed. It. I hope you got value from it. Uh, this is Domo Sama, and Sentient Future, and yeah, live intentionally. Take yes, care, sir. everyone. All right. All right. Bye.